Forget everything you've ever heard about dieting. What if you could eat the foods you love and find a way to get fit that was actually enjoyable? Welcome to Have It All with Devin Alexander. The chef from TV's Biggest Loser has lost 70 pounds and kept it off for over 30 years. She has also helped others to stop yo-yo dieting and actually transformed their lives. Now, here's your host, Devin Alexander. Hey, everyone. I'm so excited to be here. Thanks so much for joining me. Today, I have a total rock star with me. Uh, You guys probably know him, uh, even though you may not know his name. So he's one of the founders of Halo Top Ice Cream, which I'm sure we've all heard of by now, especially if you follow me. Um, but no, really, because it's been written up in every magazine now as as just amazing. Um, so basically, long story short, one of the co-founders is joining us today to tell his story and to inspire us because so many of us don't follow our dreams. And he actually left a law career to pursue his passion for ice cream. So I'll be truly introducing him in a few minutes, but you totally want to stay tuned today because... As I said, this is so inspiring how they went from not knowing anything about the food world as a normal, awesome guy to just creating one of the five top food brands in the country, literally. So stay tuned for that. In the meantime, I'm going to do a couple minutes uh, update on Jelly Bean. Um, You know, honestly, I am just overwhelmed with her with amazingness. Um, She's way more than I ever could have asked for. Um, people are constantly telling me it must be hard. And honestly, it's just every morning when she wakes up, she doesn't even like scream and cry. She just like fusses and I wake up because I'm a really light sleeper. Then I go in and she sees me and she just gives me this huge smile. And it makes me realize like how much I'd been missing in my life, being single and alone and all of that. So that's just a huge joy. And then yesterday, out of nowhere, she started rolling over, um, which is just so fun to watch her, you know, like to watch all the development, which I'm sure everyone with kids like can totally relate to all of these things. Um, and I am starting to wonder if I appreciate it a little more than I otherwise would, because I know that there's a possibility that she could be taken away. Um, I still have six more weeks, uh, till they potentially terminate parental rights to date. No one has come forward for her whatsoever. So if in six weeks from now, that's the same, then I will get to keep her. Um, or at least get to start the adoption process. And then, you know, like however long that takes, there could still be someone coming forward. But nobody really expects that to happen. But in the back of my mind, and, you know, everything I've heard from people are like, you know, these things can change, and you really have to protect yourself. And I don't want to protect myself, because under the vein of I mean, I feel like if I was truly protecting myself, I wouldn't be giving her everything she deserves. But I've also, you know, encountered weirdly in the past week or so a number of parents who have kids at the exact same time. And they're like, yeah, they'll be fun later. Or yeah, you know, like more like it's such a burden. And again, I'm not sure if it's because I wanted her for so long and just 
thought I was never going to have a child that was so amazing, if a child at all, um, or if it's because I know she might not always be here, so I'm forced to be in this place, or if I'm just a freak, freakishly positive person, I'm not sure. But I'm, I'm truly enjoying it. Yes, there's a lot of logistics. Yes, I haven't been to the gym as much. Um, but, you know, hey, what do you do? But so there's your little update. Um, but I don't want to take any more time on that because that covers it. And I really want to bring Doug on because he's just that awesome. So Doug Bhutan, president and COO, started working with Halo Top in January of 2013. Did I say your name wrong? Uh, it's Bouton, but don't worry. Uh, sorry, I should know this. We're actually friends, and I've just never heard you say it. Um, with Halo Top in 2013, prior to working with Halo Top, Doug worked as an attorney in the corporate department of a law firm that I also can't say. <laughs> um, he is... And he's admitted to practice law in California and received his JD from the University of Virginia School of Law in 2010. Doug graduated from Georgetown University, magnum cum laude in 2007 with a BS in mathematics and double majored in theology. So you can figure out from all those years that one, he's super young, <laughs> um, two, he's super fun, but also in addition to his personal bio, because he's so humble, uh, he, the company, Literally Inc. magazine, wrote an article called Why the Most Hated New Ice Cream Brand in America is a booming $1 million or $100 million business. Time labeled it one of the 25 best inventions of 2017. And it has literally, Food & Wine magazine said Halo Top is now the most popular pint of ice cream in America. And then we have people likening it to the Beatles and the popularity. So for those who haven't tried it, you will be trying it today, I'm sure. But meanwhile, let's bring on Doug. Hi, Doug. Hey, Doug. Thanks for having me. Sure. I'm so excited that you're here. So I wanted to quickly tell everybody how we met, which... <laughs> Um, is super funny. So for people who don't know, I go to this conference called Natural Products Expo every year to hunt down the products that you guys will want to know about. And there's literally 80,000 people every year. And you go from booth to booth. And by noon, you're like super stuffed and you don't want to try any more food. And I walk around by two o'clock going, oh my God, I'm gaining all of my 70 pounds back. Um, today, so single-handedly with all of these samples that I want to try. So long story short, it's the very end of the day. There's this like new products room and I don't even know what year this was. Do you have any idea, Doug? Like probably this would have been March of 2013. Um, and you, okay. you're right. We had that little tabletop, um, at the, you know, which I can't remember. It's called new products or something like that, but yeah, it was March of 2013. Right. Okay. So March of 2013, where I'm running through the show, it's the end of the day. He's up in the new products thing, which is like, there's the giant show floor and then there's another show floor. And then literally, I mean, it's so huge. So I see their booth and I'm like, wait, low fat ice cream with protein. What? Like stevia sweetened. And I like literally just fly by because the doors are closing and take a tiny little sample <laughs> And then literally, I'm like, oh, my God, what was that? So long story short, we wound up, like, making sure to get the card in all of the hustle and bustle. And we come home, and my assistant reached out and was like, hey, is there any way we can get samples of your flavors? 
And so we send the address. They, of course, say yes. We send the address, and it turns out we're neighbors, <laughs> which was, I was the right down the hill. Thing. From you, right? right, like, yeah, not even neighbors like in L.A., you know, in L.A., your neighbors, if you live, like, in the same city, we literally, like, the major street that you walk, like, a few feet from mine is where Doug lived, and we're like, oh, my God, so, of course, we invited him over for Devin Lee Delight's brownies, to, and we're like, we'll have a brownie and ice cream party, and that's, that was history made. <laughs> that was it, right, that was it. Yeah. So I would love to hear, as I said, I think um, so many people are going to be inspired by you because, I mean, like people, when I was moving to LA, they're like, you're crazy. You can't get on TV and blah, blah, blah. And you can't, you know, basically people will tell you not to pursue your dreams. So I would love to hear what that was like going from being this like top lawyer and then going home and telling your family and everybody um, when you had no experience in the food business, I'm going to pursue ice cream. Yeah, that's a, I mean, that's exactly how it happened too, but, um, <laughs> a really interesting start. My, as you know, too, Devin, my business partner, uh, Justin Wolverton, he's founder and CEO. He also was an attorney. Um, so, you know, he worked at a law firm. I worked at a different law firm. Uh, we met at a lawyer basketball league and, you know, very high competition, uh, as you can imagine in the lawyer basketball league, but, um, <laughs> we were just friends. We knew each other for a couple of years. Uh, we both honestly detested practicing law, especially in, in big law and at a big law firm. So, um, when I was getting out, which would have been late 2012, um, we kind of started talking and he let me in on what he was doing. And he was still working at the time, but, you know, in his downtime and on the side had, um, you know, created what uh, would become Halo Top and, and created it in his home kitchen and um, had already brought it to market and was in a number of stores. And, you know, kind of the timing just worked out in the sense of, um, you know, we, we've rebranded and, and done all kinds of things since then, but it, it was getting to the point where it was too big for him and he needed to bring on a business partner. So for me, it was uh, right time, right place. And certainly, you know, a lot of, um, you know, a little fortuitous in that sense uh, that when I was quitting, he really needed to bring on a business partner and, you know, we were already friends and, and he saw whatever he saw in me and, and asked me to join him. And um, that's kind of, uh, that's how it happened. I didn't think, too hard about it. I, I knew I didn't want to practice law. I, I was actually involved with uh, another startup at the time. So I was a little reluctant to, to take on um, even more, but um, fortunately I did. And, and it, it worked out to where, you know, I, I you know, committed full time to Halo Top and, and uh, joined Justin on uh, what has just been a, a wild ride. But to, to your point, we really did get um, both of us, you know, a lot of uh, pushback. I actually recall. Uh, having a meeting, um, I won't mention any names here, but having a meeting with an attorney uh, at my old law firm uh, telling him that I was going to leave, um, you know, what are you going to do next? Um, at the time, it was like, you know, I don't know. I'll, I'll try to practice law and advise startup companies. Maybe I'll join a startup or two. And I didn't exactly get, you know, love and support out the door there. It was like, well, you don't know how to do any of that. Why would you do that? You know, why are you going to leave this this great paying job and, and do something that you don't have any idea how to do. And I don't, I don't really have any, any advice other than uh, I, I just never let that kind of noise uh, get in the way of what I want to do. And I knew I wanted to be my own boss. I am a, a maniac about, 
not reporting to anybody else and, and, you know, having control over my own schedule and and how I work, when I work, where I work. So all of that, you know, I I was supremely confident and I don't care what it is. I don't know what it'll be, but I am getting out of uh, the law firm life and any other life that kind of requires me to have a boss. And, um, that was it. And it's, there's certainly plenty of naysayers and, and, and plenty of people who, who say you can't do it. This is stupid. Um, I I just never, I've never really let any of that affect me, I guess. Uh, I I just kind of try to block all that out and just focus on me and what I can control and, and just keep my head down and grind. Well, I, I just love that you said all that because number one, I can tell everyone Doug is like one of the nicest, most friendly people I've ever met. Like we literally had so much fun that afternoon and then he also, like, very graciously, he and his brother, um, who I believe is still involved in the business, um, who was brought on later, um, would come to the Biggest Loser party reunion parties that I had at my house and, like, actually serve ice cream to the contestants, <laughs> um, which was a blast. And, you know, I those think... Were, actually, those were the glory days, Devin. Those were back in the I, glory days. We were, <laughs> we were hand scooping. We were getting blisters on our hands. You know, we were... Uh, it's really fun to to reminisce on that and look back uh, again, just about everything that we had to do and, and the people like you who we met along the way uh, that, that really helped us get to where we are now. It, it's really fun to, to kind of think back uh, about all those days. Well, and I do think that's like part of the success for everyone at home. It's like, you know, number one, like I know for a fact that you worked super hard um, because I just could tell how busy you were um, in the process of us trying to socialize like I also am. And then two, just the fact that you guys were so cool and so nice, like we kept inviting you to these places that, you know, if you were kind of a jerk or standoffish or um, what some people think of, you know, obviously not all lawyers, there's tons of lawyers who are amazing, but there's also some lawyers who aren't so nice. And if you were that lawyer personality, um, we wouldn't have been like, Hey, come to our like secret biggest loser parties. Um, but wait, you're saying lawyers don't have great reputations. Is that what you're saying? (laughs) Some don't. Um, Yeah. So it was just, you know, to everyone, I think like the two major lessons are to, you know, obviously, I mean, it's so no brainer, but be nice to everyone, um, which I think is like one of the core foundations of both of our businesses. And then, um, you know, you really do have to follow your dreams and work hard. Like nothing happens magically as much as we would all like to pretend that we can just build that brand overnight. Um, to that end, um, we actually have to go to break in a minute. So I don't want to ask you some big booming question. Um, but I am going to ask when we come back or you'll, so you'll have a couple minutes to think about it. Um, what your biggest challenge has been. And I'm sure there've been tons because I know that Justin had a little run in with his health over all of this. And, uh, and I'm sure you guys, I mean, that's been published, but I'm sure you guys um, have a number of other things that you would want to share. Um, So basically, before we go to break, I'm going to tell everyone one of the articles that really blew me away was one that came out in Forbes that said, Halo Top and how to be the Beatles of your business. So in addition to asking your challenge, we're also going to find out how they became the Beatles of their low-fat high flavor delicious ice cream stay tuned everyone 
is the Voice America Influencers Channel. Be inspired. Tune in to the Spotlight with Tony D'Urso for an entertaining and thought-provoking weekly discussion with some of the top stars in their fields, from business, sports, and science to entertainment, music, literature, and current events. If you're looking for what's next and comparing it to what's now or what's past, look no further than the Spotlight with Tony D'Urso every Friday at 1 p.m. Pacific Time, 4 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Influencers Channel. I'm busy and so is my family. Leftover pizza and unhealthy takeout isn't really doing it for us anymore. Just ask my bathroom scale. That all changed when I found Freshly. For less than $10 a meal, Freshly delivers six meals a week, always fresh, never frozen, prepared by top chefs and nutritionists using the best, freshest, gluten-free ingredients. The best part is the menu is always new and fresh, just like the food, and it only takes three minutes for me to prepare breakfast, lunch, or dinner, and there's no messy cleanup and no dishes. My family loves the choices and the taste and freshly delivers to my home and my office so I eat healthy all day, every day. If you're tired of the same old cardboard delivery and takeout, try out Freshly.com today and save $20 on your first order using coupon code VAH639 at Freshly.com. Your taste buds and your scale will thank you. So save 20 bucks today with coupon code VAH639 at Freshly.com. Hear the stories. Be motivated. Be inspired. Join us today. Voice America Influencers. You are listening to Have It All with Devin Alexander. To reach the show today, please call 1-866-472-5795. That's 1-866-472-5795. Or send an email to fans at devinalexander.com. Now, back to Have It All. Hey, everyone. I am back with one of the co-founders of Halo Top. And I'm a terrible person because I don't even know how to say his last name. It is <laughs> Doug. And how we say it one more time for me now that, like, five years later, I never, like, mastered it. It is Bowden, and trust me, Devin, so many of my friends have no idea how to say my last name. Nobody gets it right, especially on the first track, so you have nothing to worry about at all. Okay, well, I just think it's so funny because, like, I just, you're Doug, and your brother's Ryan, and, like, I know your names, and then, and I knew I know how to spell your last name. I just never, ever, in retrospect, heard it being, you know, sometimes when you're having someone new on the show or I'll like do all the research and figure it all out and make sure I'm saying things right. And it didn't even occur to me as well as I know you. So I apologize. <laughs> um, no problem at all. <laughs> uh, okay. So um, I would love to talk about the Forbes magazine article. Uh, they said halo top and how to be the Beatles of your business, which came about because I think there's so many hardcore Halo Top fans for obvious reason, but you also have naysayers. Can you tell us a little bit about that? Yeah, sure. Um, well, the Forbes article was, that, that was a fun article that Josh and I did um, over the phone. And, and he was, he was a great guy and genuinely, you know, interested in the story and the product. And again, another fun trip kind of down memory lane. Um, it, so I guess in terms of, the fans, that, that one I think is easy. Uh, I think we've done something where the product, um, you, you know, it's the oxymoron of, you know, wait, healthy ice cream that 
actually doesn't taste like punishment. Like I actually want to eat this whole pint. It, it doesn't, I don't, I don't feel bad nutritionally, but I also don't feel bad because the taste isn't there. I think that is, that's mind blowing on a lot of levels, especially when we first came out and, and kind of got big and were the first to do it in that way. You know, that, that is again, just the concept of healthy ice cream that tastes good. It, it, it's just, like, what? Like, how does that exist? I can't believe that exists. I need to tell everybody that this exists. And I think it was that. That was kind of the groundswell and, and the grassroots, you know, furor that built it up, that built up and, um, and got us to where we are now. And again, you're right. We, we don't really have customers. We have fans and they're fanatical about our product and also our brand. So that's probably the second piece. It, it certainly starts with the product. But I think we've, we built this brand that we're, we're very, uh, uh, thoughtful about and very careful about in the sense that, you know, we, we very much don't want to be cookie cutter. We, we don't want to be corporate. We want to, you know, engage in an authentic and genuine way with our fans and, and you know, not just have, um, you know, somebody copying and pasting behind the keyboard in terms of, you know, responding to comments and, and other things like that. So I think when you, when you merge kind of that type of, of brand, um, which is really, you know, it, it's, you know, just kind of embodies the, the, like I said, authenticity, genuineness, that kind of stuff, anti-corporate, not cookie cutter. Uh, with this great product, I think it, it, it really leads to, to this army of fans that we have, and, and it, we wouldn't be here today without them. So it, it's, it's incredible to see uh, the support that we have and, and the fans that we have. And it's, it's actually funny. A lot of the naysayers, like you, you might get somebody who – who will make a, a, you know, a snarky comment or something on social media. And a lot of times we don't have to do anything. A lot of our fans will jump in on that and drown them out. So like, you know, our, our fans really protect us and our back and our fans get it. So they know, you know, if somebody has a comment on some ingredient, uh, largely they'll just be misinformed about the ingredient and our fans will jump in and educate them about like, Oh no, this, this ingredient is completely fine. It, it, it's natural. Yada, yada. Um, so that, that's been probably one of the, the most fun things to, to watch is that, you know, we, before we can even chime in and, you know, try to, um, you know, help or respond to, to, you know, some sort of criticism, a lot of our fans will just do that work for us. Um, but that said, you'll, you'll get, um, you know, things like there, there's, there's been a few articles where like, um, you know, dietitians or somebody else will, will kind of say, Hey, we're, um, you know, everything in moderation, you don't want to encourage people to eat the whole pint. And that's kind of where, you know, nobody's encouraging somebody to eat Halo Top and nothing but Halo Top. That's not a balanced diet. We know that. But Although somebody we're, did we're, that. <laughs> there is an article, I'm right. sure you know. <laughs> and, and that, yeah, he ate it for 10 days straight. Definitely not recommended. That was a GQ article <laughs> that really helped put us on the map. But at any rate, it's, it's those types of ones where I, I think, you know, we I think what we're most proud of is we, we made a product that kind of fits with how people actually eat, where they, they largely more and more people uh, care about and count their calories and they know how many calories they have per meal. And Halo Top becomes a treat that they can fit in, you know, half a pint or maybe even a full pint within their kind of diets and what they're trying to do, um, but still, you know, satisfy their sweet tooth in a way that they won't have to, you know, eat a Snickers bar or something like that and feel terrible later. So that's where I think it gets lost where, you know, you'll, you, some people just don't fully understand what we're trying to do. And I, I, I never think you'll be successful if you create a product that's trying to change behavior as opposed to mm -hmm. a product that actually fits within kind of how people um, naturally uh, behave, if that makes sense. 
No, it totally does. And honestly, like I have never eaten a pint at once. Um, I think I got outed yesterday for the number of pints, which by the way, Doug did not send to me. <laughs> um, I just <laughs> between, but the vanilla was all gone um, because it's funny, like I'll buy it, you know, it'll go on sale like everybody else. And I'll buy a lot of it because I often like when I have friends over or whatever, I'll make various different things. Um, I don't really eat that much at once, but yesterday it was very funny when I'm like, oh my God, I have a lot. Um, and, uh, yeah, so the vanilla is always gone cause I'm always using that in all the modes and all those kind of things. Um, which I do have in my new book, by the way, you can have it. There's this really good crumble, um, that, uh, it's basically berries. And then I made the crumble from protein powder and coconut oil and oat flour. And it's weird oh and stevia oh, and it's nice. weirdly good yeah and then of yeah. course it has to have halo top on top and when you put the halo top <laughs> vanilla on top of it it like melts in and you can't even tell that there's protein powder in there um so it's kind of fun but uh awesome. anyway so what i was gonna say was that the i think like i never eat a whole pint at once even though i have a million pints of it and i basically have this thing where i never allow myself to stand like eat from the pint or from a bag or from anything, I always put it in a small bowl. And so I'll take one scoop to start and I'll like walk over to my sofa or walk over to wherever I'm eating it. I'll enjoy it. And then if I still want more with Halo Top, I allow myself to have a second one because my like snack of choice is birthday cake flavor. And so <laughs> basically two scoops later, I've only had 140 calories and I have that like time in between to decide if I even want the second one because sometimes like the 70 calorie treat is enough, which is like just so exciting and mind boggling that you did yeah, what you did. Yeah. And that's a great plan. But the other thing you probably know this, Devin, but the, the FDA, I think it's delayed now until like 2020, but they, they're even looking into changing the serving size of ice cream because they recognize it's it's too small. And you know, who, <laughs> how many people can really take, you know, one or two bites of Ben and Jerry's and put it back in the freezer. You know, you know, that's just not how people eat it. So even the FDA is recognizing that, Hey, the serving size on ice cream needs to change. So like I said, we're, oh, we're not wow. here to encourage to eat nothing but uh, 10 days of, of halo top. But at the same time, we, we think the product fits really well within uh, what it means to eat healthy today, which, which means a lot of different things to a different, a lot of different people. But you know, to to have a dessert that can actually fit within even some of the more restrictive uh, kind of calorie uh, diets and constraints. It, it, I think that's what's um, what's so great about the product and, and why it's really uh, taken off. Well, that and you're, uh, I'm a little envious of your social media page. And uh, it's just brilliant and amazing. And to be honest, like, I think you remember this, but at one point we shared a social media helper um, yeah. one of my part-time employees, it was so funny, but I loved your page so much. And then I basically got this application from someone and I was like, Oh my God, she works at Halo Top. And of course I didn't <laughs> want to steal her. So I called you and was like, is it okay? <laughs> Cause, um, I would have just felt like the biggest jerk if, uh, you know, I plugged her right out from under you. But as it turns out, you know, you were using her part-time and I was able to use her part-time and it was pretty fun. Um, but no, a lot of the success is those kind of things that it's just, you make the brand so fun. Yeah. Yeah. hundred percent. And again, that early on, we, we used an agency for a period of time and we just realized, um, it, it the brand is getting away from us and, and the, the, you know, the agency is representing 60 other brands. They, 
don't give us enough time. They copy and paste responses. And again, it was just losing that, that authenticity that, that we care so much about. And, and so we realized early on, we need to bring this in house. We need to protect it. And it's going to be, you know, it is our brand. So we, we did that. And that's why we now have an entire communications team in house that, you know, handles all customer responses. We try to respond to every comment we can on social media. We, we obviously create and handle all the editorial posts. And like you said, just try to create, you know, fun, engaging content that, that will stand out and just be different from any other brand. Like we don't, we don't want to do what every other brand is doing. We want to kind of continue to push the envelope and, and, um, you know, it, it take some chances. Like, let's take some risks. And maybe you saw we did a uh, <laughs> a creepy robot video. This is probably six, nine months ago, something like that. But, you know, it's just a way to, uh, we knew it was a risk. Um, it was a calculated risk, but it, it was a way to, hey, let's have fun with this. You know, we don't, we don't want to, like, get boxed into this, uh, you know, big company way of thinking and way of marketing. Um, we really want to kind of, you know, stay fun, stay innovative, and, and um, continue, like I said, to push the envelope and, and take some risks. You know, it's so funny that you said that you've tried to hire outside agencies. I did the same thing, and I felt like, I mean, we have similar brands, I think you agree, in many ways, in that, like, I really defy, like, this book I have now, You Can Have It, is the stuff that people don't think they can have living with diabetes. And, yep. you know, Halo yep. Top is part of that, as I said. Um but it's so funny because when I would try to farm stuff out, because everyone's like, there's no way you can do everything. You have to get somebody else to do it. So I tried, but they were doing what I call dowdy dietitian tips. Like, there's yeah. a lot of people out there, I think, who don't have the freakish love for food that I do. And so <laughs> that, I mean, seriously, like, I'm obsessed. I have no willpower. Like, let's be honest. So... <laughs> So I need to like push hard to like find really cool things. And so when I start with someone, I can spend hours and hours and hours explaining my brand. And at first it'll be fine, but then they run out of ideas and then they come up with like, oh, eat four ounces of chicken breast. And I'm like, ah, <laughs> like I yep. see that stuff and it like yep. makes my skin crawl. I'm like, yes, yeah, like yeah, four ounces yeah. is the correct serving, but like, where's the, the happy in that, you know? And yeah, so, yeah. like, it, For us, it was, it was it. the same thing. We'd actually see, yeah. like, they would, um, you know, the, the exact same responses to certain questions, even simple questions like, hey, where can I buy your product? It would just be, like, copy and paste responses, you know, 19 times on the same chain and even other brands that they represent, exact same wording, exact same spray. It was just like, all right, we need to, we got to get away from this and, and really, you know, actually you know, speak to our fans, just like you and I are talking today. That, that's the whole point is we just want to engage like this, not, you know, um, with kind of some, some really clean and cookie cutter, you know, corporate canned response. Yeah. Which is so important for everyone. I mean, just to really like, I think part of it too, is we both know our brand so well that like that, you know, oh my God, I'm going to throw up if I see this again. Feeling actually happens because it's like, no, that's not, you know, that doesn't fit at all. And 100%. Like, 100%. Oh, sorry. You know, you're like, no. So I like to, yeah, have people in house that hear me every day. They see me. They know, you know, they know that I'll flip out if, um, in a nice way. But, <laughs> um, okay. So, 
I think about the fact that you're a hundred million dollar company. And I think about the fact that you had no idea what you were doing in the food world. I don't mean that with any disrespect whatsoever. I mean it with pure envy and jealousy and like, Oh my God. Um, like, mm-hmm. as I said, I think it's just so commendable. And does that ever overwhelm you to think of that? Well, it's actually funny. Justin and I talk uh, to this day, and we actually think the fact that we had no experience, honestly, we were naive. And we think the, the, um, the naivete really helped us. If we knew just how hard it was going to be, and if we knew what we know now, I don't know that we would have done this, if you know what I mean. Like, it is yeah, so hard. Yeah, I do, because like, I know. so many things <laughs> that can go wrong that I think we were, we were so blissfully ignorant, and, and we thought, oh, this is a great product. Um, like, all we have to do is put this thing on shelves. It's going to take off, and we can kick back. And that is not <laughs> what happens. Like, we, we can get into it in a little bit. But, you know, it was three or four years of, of really, really hard struggles. And, and we we almost went bankrupt multiple. You know what I mean? Like, it, it's really hard to do. And, um, it, yeah, I, I think just being an outsider really helped us in the sense that we dove, we dived right in, we, or dove right in without even thinking, um, without even thinking twice. We just said, yeah, well, you know, why can't we do this? And it, it's that type of, honestly, ignorance that, that really helped us um, get to where we are. So I'm really happy that if we, if we were insiders or, or, you know, had all kinds of food industry experience, I, I, don't, think, I don't think we'd be talking today. And I, I really mean that. I actually think we, um, we, we, we would have probably found an excuse. It's really easy, uh, especially early on, especially before you take the leap, to find reasons not to do it. And, and I think... Uh, we were lucky uh, in, in our ignorance that that a lot of the reasons not to do it, we we didn't even know enough to know what those reasons would be, if that makes sense. And I really think that that worked to our advantage. Um, so it, it's kind of one of those, you know, weird things or surreal things looking back. And then in terms of of where it's gotten to and the scale it's gotten to, I mean, we we just I just got back from a trip to the UK last week, and and we launched in the UK in January, and it's so surreal to we never in our wildest dreams i don't think we thought uh it would get <laughs> to where it's gotten and, and now it's it's so incredibly exciting because now now it's like sky is the limit man where else could this thing go um yeah. and how do we get there well, um no. so it's kind of yeah it, yeah no, I totally get, I mean, that's, that was sort of my point because, you know, I mean, like five years ago, we had the meeting over Halo Top and Devonly Delights and Devonly Delights are still in my freezer. Granted, I got the mixes manufactured, but I never got the finished goods manufactured because I did know, like uh, between people being like, if you don't have a quarter of a million dollars to like get this in one store, like don't yeah. try it and whatever. And there's been numerous, numerous manufacturers like after I came off the cruise ships and had so much success with them there and everybody wanted them, I was like, okay, I'm going to go do this. And I hired a manufacturer and things weren't going right and things weren't going right here and there. And, and I know that you've had, then when we come back, we only have a minute before the break, but we'll talk about some of the challenges you've had, but I've had challenges and it was like, I either have to do this a hundred percent and give up the rest of my career. Um, or I, you know, have to get someone to do it for me or figure something out. And that's why it hasn't happened because I'm not willing to give up. Like I want to, um, 
I guess, inspire people first and like share my weight loss and then do the products later. Um, I was hoping the later would have happened by now. Um, But so I just am so like in awe. And I just think that for anybody who doesn't understand what you've done, it's it's over the moon. And on that note, we are going to go to break. But when we come back, we're going to talk about the challenges and how we overcome things. Stay tuned, everyone. We don't follow, we lead. Join us, the Voice America Influencers Channel. If you think you've seen online TV before, let us surprise you. VoiceAmerica.tv is online now. The leader in live internet talk radio has done it again. Multiple channels, a state-of-the-art viewing experience, live and on-demand programs streaming 24 hours a day. It's exactly what you want, when you want it. VoiceAmerica.tv. From health and wellness to business, sports, and everything in between, discover our new world. Visit VoiceAmerica.tv now and experience the future of online television. VoiceAmerica.tv. Tune in to the Voice America Variety Channel on the Voice America Talk Radio Network. Voice America Variety broadcasts a diverse array of topics, reaching a global community. Our experts come from all walks of life, and the topics they discuss are everything from current events, arts and entertainment, leadership, parenting, relationships, self-improvement, career advice, and a variety of other topics. Check us out today. You're sure to find something of interest. Voice America Variety. Talk on today's hot topics. Change starts here. Change starts now. Join us, the Voice America Influencers Channel. You are listening to Have It All with Devin Alexander. To reach the show today, please call 1-866-472-5795. That's 1-866-472-5795. Or send an email to fans at devinalexander.com. Now, back to Have It All. Hey everyone, I'm back with Doug Bounton, co-founder, president, and COO of Halo Top. Yum! Uh, they, for if you haven't um, opened any magazines in the past, oh, I don't know, five years or so, um, you wouldn't know who they are. Otherwise, I'm sure you do, and most people have probably dug a spoon into their delicious flavors. Um, Doug and I were talking about like the food world and how difficult it can be, but how worth it it is. Um, to become, not that I know this, but the $100 million business that they've become that is now um, expanded to the UK. Doug, can you tell us, like, I guess your your low, mo- I'd love to hear one of your low moments, like one of the panic moments that you had to, like, work through. <laughs> I don't know if we have enough time for that, Devin. <laughs> I know, right? We have that could, them. <laughs> that could be a, a, a long time. I mean, I guess what I'll say is we, we got into it a little bit before the break. Uh, Justin and I went when it started and, and we thought it was going to be a tremendous success from the jump. And, and we didn't say it, it wasn't that we thought it would be easy necessarily or that we wouldn't have to work hard. It definitely wasn't that. But we just thought, you know, what a great idea. What a great product. Um, you know, as long as you have a great idea, a great product and you work hard, then what else do you need? Well, it turns out quite a bit. Uh, quite a bit of luck, to be honest, and and that's where um, 
again, we, we realized very quickly that, hey, just like anything in, in the grocery store, the ice cream aisle is crowded. And for the most part, nobody shops that aisle by, you know, taking five minutes to study the hundred brands that are in the freezer. They go to the brand they want, they buy it, they leave, they don't even see your product. And, and that was the realization that getting on shelves is not even half the battle. The real battle is how do you move off shelves and move off quickly enough because you only have about six to 12 months before a retailer will discontinue you if you aren't uh, moving enough product. So the real challenge for us or the real low points probably happened, um, you know, really uh, the back half of 2013, 2014, and even 2015, uh, the company was not taking off, uh, or not taking off like it has. Um, it was not cash flow positive, which means every month we were actually losing money, so we weren't selling enough product to cover, you know, to survive um, with cash from operations. Um, and then beyond that, we, we Justin and I both uh, personally, from a financial perspective, had stressed ourselves so thin. Um, I think Justin might have had six credit cards uh, maxed out. I think I had two. Um, I ended up getting, um, you know, with those predatory lender loans that you get in the mail, they're like junk mail. Hey, you qualify for 35 grand, whatever. Well, yeah. um, Justin applied for one and actually got denied because uh, his credit <gasps> was so bad, which, I mean, you've got to have bad credit for them not to lend you. And then I applied for one. I think my credit, I think I might've been like low to mid sixes. I think he was below six. Um, Wow. But I was able to get it. So then I got that loan and, and put it in. And like we were doing everything we could to keep this thing afloat and, and to buy us a few more months. And um, we raised money, some small amounts from friends and family. But, you know, it was really painful. You do all of that and you've got this unbelievable amount of stress where if this thing fails, there is no backup plan. Like we didn't have um, trust funds. We didn't have tens of thousands or hundreds of thousands in savings. We didn't have 401ks. We literally had nothing other than debt. And we were both, uh, we talked about it. We, if the company went under, we were both, we're going to probably have to file for personal bankruptcy um, just to clear our own personal debt uh, that we had, you know, acquired trying to keep this thing afloat for so long. So it, that stress is, um, it, it's overwhelming at times to say the least, especially when things aren't going well. And, and I want to say it was probably, 2014, where we lost one of our bigger accounts and we lost more than half of our store account. Um, and then we got discontinued at a couple other places. And that's when, you know, the real pressure sets in where it's like, all right, now we, we had a chance in these accounts. The product didn't take off like, it, like we thought it would. Now we've lost those accounts. How on earth do we continue to, to grow, to gain momentum, to gain traction um, before it's too late? Um, because again, you know, cash is gold. And as soon as you run out of cash, you're done. <laughs> so it was, well, and how um, did you, uh, well, a couple of things happened. We, first of all, we managed our cash from the start very, very, very closely. So we, we essentially only spent money on, uh, inventory or cost of goods. So we build inventory to sell it and then we'd spend money on marketing, but our marketing spends, we were very, very, very methodical about, you know, what's the most efficient use of funds? If we're going to spend $1, how do we prove objectively that it generates more than $1 back to us? If it doesn't, uh, despite conventional wisdom or what everybody else might be doing or saying, we're just not going to do it. Um, so we made some tough decisions where we, we stopped doing things like store demos. We stopped doing things like store ads. We stopped going to trade shows like Expo West where, where we met you and we just determined 
if we can take all of that money and funnel it into uh, our influencer strategy and our digital social media marketing, both of which are buzzwords, and we mean quite a bit different probably than, than the way those terms are used today. Um, but if we can funnel all of that into these types of programs, we can really kind of build this grassroots following and this groundswell and um, enough to keep us afloat. Now, then at the same time, we reformulated probably three or four times. The fourth time was a major reformulation. And Justin went, um, he went to a university uh, uh, arm in arm with the dairy scientists and actually camped out quite literally for a month um, doing hundreds and hundreds of every test you can imagine to, you know, sub out certain ingredients, to sub in certain ingredients, essentially to make our product more resilient through the frozen supply chain. The problem was when it comes directly off the production line, it's great. But when it gets beat up, as it inevitably will, through the frozen supply chain from the trucks to the storage to the retailer freezers, which are constantly being open and shut, um, inevitably your product will heat up, melt a little bit and refreeze. So resiliency is a big thing because you want the experience for the end customer to be great, just like it is off the production line. So um, the reformulation really helped it It'd be more resilient. It performed much more like regular ice cream with the end customer and being much more scoopable, much softer, um, much creamier. And then at the same time, we rebranded to what our packaging currently is. So our original packaging did not scream, you know, hey, this is healthy ice cream or this is low-calorie ice cream. It screamed more of a, um, you know, kind of this is a craft, gourmet, you know, homemade ice cream um, in a lot of ways. And, yeah. and so I think the rebranding to what it is now to where it's so Instagrammable on a lot of levels and people actually want to take it and take a photo of it. I think those two things the reformulation, the rebrand uh, happened at the right time, just in time, really, um, before it was too late. Because we, we, I think we had, at most, 12 months left um, to float us for cash. And, and if it hadn't happened when it happened, um, we, again, wouldn't be here today. Um, so um, that would have been early January, or sorry, January 2016, Um Late January, wow. early February of 2016 is when the uh, it started. We actually got two press hits. One was the GQ article you mentioned earlier, where the guy hey, ate nothing but ten days, and and then uh, BuzzFeed did an article on us too, where they did a taste test against uh, of us and, and somebody else, and and the reviews were overwhelmingly positive for us and our brand. It put millions of eyeballs on it, and then we were in enough stores at the time where people. Not, might not be in every single store, but in enough where people didn't have to drive 50 miles to get us. They could, maybe they drove five miles, but that was it. Um, right. And then it was just from there, it snowballed with kind of the word of mouth, all the fans we've been talking about, um, you know, the product and the brand kind of, in a lot of ways, sell themselves. It's, it's right product, right time. But it, it took quite a long time to uh, to get to that tipping point. And, and again, there's Justin and I both could probably point to 20 different times where we wouldn't be here talking today if, if uh, the right things didn't happen at the right time. And, and a lot of it was outside of our control. So, you know, we got lucky uh, in a lot of ways. And we certainly, don't get me wrong, I, we, we worked incredibly hard and I think we made the most of the luck. But uh, I'm not going to be one to tell you that um, we didn't get a lot of lucky breaks. I tell you, <laughs> I'm talking a lot here, Devin, sorry. Um, but No, I, some I, of the, I uh, believe me, people hear me all the time. Like, I... I'm so glad. And honestly, like, I think 
the, the thing that people sometimes forget is, you know, you can sit there and say you're lucky and I've had lucky breaks too. There's no question about it. But there's also like, if you're not prepared for that luck, like if you weren't working hard, like BuzzFeed wouldn't have found you or they would, you know what I mean? Like it's, we 100%. can sit here and be humble and, and say, oh, you know, there was luck and there's always luck, but yeah. luck only comes about if you're prepared for it to like embrace it. You know, my dad always says the the ninety nine percent of the luckiest people in the world are the hardest working people in the world, and I, I fully fully subscribe to that belief. Um, and I definitely think hard work begets luck. Um, so I completely agree. But what I was going to say is, I think you talk to sometimes you can talk to um, you know founders and and uh, of successful startups, and sometimes when you hear them speak. Um, you know, it's just like they were destined to make it and destined to be there. And that's the, <laughs> you, you won't ever hear Justin and I say that. We, we know, we know what we went through to get here and that uh, we, we by no means were destined to be here and got a lot of luck um, to get where we're at. Well, see, I disagree with that. I think you were destined to be here. And it's kind of funny because this was kind of embarrassing for me, but I think you probably remember there was a grocery chain in our area that was the only chain that carried you. Yeah. And it kept not being before you reformulated, they kept messing it up in there, you know, getting it in the store. And so, yep. like, as we said, we live right down the street and I actually have to pass you um, or had to pass you to get to beach tennis every weekend. And so you'd be getting these texts like, hey, have any extra ice cream? <laughs> um, and not be oh, like, yeah. I'm so sorry. It wasn't that I didn't want to pay for it. Like, at the time, I mean, obviously, like, as I said, the stuff that I had yesterday in that photo, I purchased. Um, I'm not Little Miss, give me, give me, give me. <laughs> but um, it was just so funny because I'm like, I want it and I can't find it. And I'm so bummed. And, and um so, you know, but you were always so nice and gracious and you're like, here, take plenty. And I was just like, you know, most of the time I was only asking when I needed it for something. But I mean, if you, not if you can't give out free ice cream when you work for an ice cream company, then, you know, <laughs> what are you doing, Devin? You know? <sighs> yeah. Um, so we only have three minutes till we close, believe it or not. There's one thing else that I wanted to say before I ask you one quick question. But um, basically, to everyone out there listening, please know that your vote counts more than you could possibly imagine. Um, I think everything that Doug has said is kind of so poignant in that, you know, these big food companies can come out, they have the budget, there's no way they're going bankrupt. So they come out with these products in many cases. Some of the food's amazing, we know that. But some of the stuff is like mediocre at best. But they can plunk a million dollars into getting it on every shelf. And so you do see it and there's ads and there's coupons and there's this and that. And then these small products like Doug's and uh, my friend Tara last week who was on talking about Smart Sweets, who the same thing, like she almost went bankrupt. And it's because those brands don't have the money to reach you. And same thing with your expert friends, like the trainers and people like me, like we don't have the same money to put into social media, to put in to someone who's had like the mega TV show yet. So just remember that when you're like, if you love something, tell people about it. And because that's how you're going to get more of it. If nobody talked about my books at all, nobody would pay me to do another book and you'd never get another book. If you don't love it, then doesn't matter. But same with Halo Top. Like if you love it or you love another, especially if it's a small brand, please like make that known and tell your friends because you really do have a vote. Um, so, okay, Doug. So 
we have two minutes left. Is there anything else you can say to encourage? <laughs> I, know could, I know we could both go on for days, but if, is there a lesson? Is there a quote? Is there something that you would like to to say or like something you've heard that kept you going? I know, no pressure, right? You really, yeah, yeah, no pressure. You're putting me on the spot here. Um, I, think, uh, I think all I would say is that, um, you know, I, I, I talked to um, a bunch of um you know, other entrepreneurs and who are um, embarking on their journeys and, and starting their companies. And I, I think that I'm so energized uh, when I talk to them because there's so much energy and passion and, and optimism um, behind what they're doing, why they're doing it. And again, I, I think the key is you can find a million and one reasons not to do it. Um, you know, if you want to be rational, <laughs> it, it's easy <laughs> to do. And, and I think the, the hardest part is blocking that out. And if you have something that you truly believe in, whether it's a product or service or anything like that, it, it's really just about take the leap and, and you'll, you'll figure it out as long as you believe in it um, and work at it, you know, you'll, well, you'll figure it out. And that, that's what, again, just don't, don't be, uh, you know, dejected by not only the naysayers, but even like I'm my own worst enemy a lot of times right now. I'll talk myself out of things. And again, like I said, it's, there's so many reasons not to do it. I'd say focus on the reasons of why you why you would do it and uh, and focus on that. I couldn't agree more. I'm part of the entrepreneurs organization for this reason. When you see people succeeding, it pushes you to succeed more. And when you surround yourself with people who tell you you can't, you don't. But as I said, Doug has created, along with Justin Wolverton, a hundred million dollar business that's probably even much bigger than that now, but that's what the last published article was. So that's what I'm saying um, as not to get too personal, but Doug, thank you so, so much for being here. I can't thank you enough. Everybody, please go out and support Halo Top. You got it, Devin. Thanks for having me on. This was fun. All right. Have a great one, everyone. I'll see you next week. Thanks for listening to have it all. Be sure to join Devin Alexander for another great show next Wednesday at noon Eastern Time, 9 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Influencers Channel. Until we talk again, have a fit and fun week.